Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the People Project Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Klein, and each week I will be bringing you episodes on different topics that affect us all in different ways, internally, externally, or sometimes both. Last week we talked about heroes, and I was joined by several of you who submitted audio clips about who your heroes were and why. And this week's episode will be on conspiracy theories, and I will be joined later by the one and only Mikey G, and we will be deep diving into some some pretty crazy theories that are out there. So right after I graduated high school, I was gifted the book Lies My Teacher Told Me. And in that book, the author kind of brings history alive, I guess, and talks about like pre-Columbian history, all the characters throughout history, all the way up until I think it's um, like 9-11 and the Iraqi war, um, because I mean, I graduated high school in 2009, so it's not current. I think there's new editions now, but I haven't read any of those. Um, but I mean, it talks about the reconstruction, it talks about Helen Keller, it talks about the first Thanksgiving, again, 9-11 and the Iraqi war. So it's really like a um, kind of a critique of textbooks and how much is left out um, of the modern American history textbook and how much we don't actually learn in history class. Um, and it's kind of like a retelling of history as it should and could um, be taught to students. So this was really the point in like my life where I started to get into conspiracy theories and researching them because I'd never thought about like, oh, there's alternative theories out here to things that like I just believed as fact. So um, something that I read is that conspiracy theories arise in moments of crisis in society. And maybe it's something like 9-11, a terrorist attack, or it's something like what we went through last year, rapid political change. Um, So They kind of are born out of a time of uncertainty and a time of fear and where there are threats alive and um, we kind of have anxiety and a need to understand what's happening. And um, but there's also other things that can cause conspiracy theories to like be born and thrive. I mean, psychological biases. um, We assume that like a big event must be explained by something that's equally big, not just, you know, well, this is what happened and this is what it is. Conspiracy theories aren't always false and, and inaccurate. I mean, it, it honestly depends on your perspective. It's up to you to choose what you believe. I mean, no one's forcing you to believe what you see on TV. No one's forcing you to believe what you read. Like you as an individual person, it's your responsibility to read and learn and research and figure out what you individually believe to be the truth. As I mentioned a couple weeks ago, um, in the digital age, it's so much easier for conspiracy theories and misinformation to spread. So PSA, please don't share an article or any information for that matter without doing your research first. Engage in critical thinking. Think to yourself, is this a credible source? And then What's the landscape here? Is there political motivation? What's the coverage of this topic? Are other trustworthy news news sources saying the same thing? Um, Because, again, it's your responsibility when you take in information to verify its credibility. And, of course, you decide what you believe and what, you know, you put out there. But please don't, like, retweet an article that you haven't even read, that you just read the title of, and... You know, don't just subscribe to a notion because somebody else that you follow does. So whatever, they, they're they smart. So I'm just going to listen to them without having any thoughts of my own. Um, so all that being said, when I'm going to be joined by Mikey here in just a few minutes. And um, we're going to take a deep dive into several different conspiracy theories I've got on my list. Is Elvis Presley alive? The Denver airport, chemtrails. Lizard People, Deflate Gate, Georgia Guidestones, Princess Diana's Death, 9-11, JFK's Assassination, The Mothman, Antarctica, and of course, Aliens. So stay tuned and I'll be right back. Hi, Mikey. Thank you for joining me. 
Hi, Kelsey. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I know. It's so nice to like see your face, hear your voice instead of just like yelling at each other on Twitter. (laughs) Twitter. (laughs) Every day. Right. Good morning. Look at this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly what it starts. Um, So I guess to kind of get people started, um, if you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how you got into conspiracy theories. Okay, well, I'm Mikey G. Um, I am on Twitter. I <laughs> I think Mikey G. What's what's TBD. my what's hold on. Mikey TBD, G TBD <laughs> underscore TBD. Yeah. Uh, I live in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, I guess how I got into conspiracy theories. Do you want me to get into that or or later? Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay. Um, I think honestly, from a young age, my dad was always like showing me X-Files and mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. And he would always, like, he he's a huge alien buff, and he would, like, have stories from his time in the military. I and, love it. You know, me, this little kid is just, like, <laughs> just growing up. up with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I, it honestly just stems from, from a very young age. I was always interested in that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know, Scooby-Doo was my yeah. favorite cartoon because I just want to solve mysteries, yeah. man. <laughs> That's so fun. I mean, yeah. like, if you think about what we kind of, like, grew up watching, like you said, X-Files and Scooby-Doo and then things like Criminal Minds and Law and & Order, it's like, exactly. and um, Cold Case Files, all these different things, it's like, here are all of these mysteries. Let's solve yeah. them. So, like, that's, exactly. I feel like it's a natural transition of, like, okay, there's these unexplained things out there or things that maybe we know about but are a little fishy. So, like, let's dive into it because exactly. why not? Mm-hmm. So... As we kind of, I have I have a list of conspiracy mm-hmm. theories and so as we kind of dive excited. into it, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um we're gonna kinda try to do like a high level overview of them. Um mm-hmm. without going into like a lot of too crazy detail because some of these like you can just really spend hours on oh, yeah. the internet debunking them um but we're gonna give everybody all the good stuff and mm-hmm. then um, we'll save the aliens for the end because i think yeah. that's really where <laughs> where we're gonna go off yeah. um and then also just a quick psa um before i have people in my dms yelling at me um, we are not here to try to sway anybody on anything we are not trying to debunk anything. We're not trying to tell you that we're right and you're wrong or what you believe mm-hmm. is wrong, what we believe is right. That's not the case at all. This is just a fun episode of a podcast and an outlet for me and Mikey to yell about our crazy theories. Right. <laughs> and right. just it's it's just it's a fun thing to do. So if you believe exactly what happened and that's that, that's awesome. That's totally cool. If you're like, ooh, that's exciting. I want to research more about this. Also awesome. Do your yeah. thing, but just had to yeah. just had to make I think that disclaimer. Important. Exactly, I think that it's important that we're not calling anybody crazy by any means. Uh, right. If you do subscribe to any of these, that maybe we probably don't. It's not. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you know we're saying you're crazy because that is like what that does is it just pushes people further into their hole, right? Exactly. Where they feel like you know shamed by the public and that's not what we're trying to do that's what we're trying to get out of exactly yeah Yeah. so um one so the first one I don't know a lot about this one um but Liz who was on the podcast previously she submitted Mm -hmm. this she saw it on Twitter and she fully agrees with it she said um quote I think Waze the GPS app purposely takes you different ways to your destination each time so that you never learn how to get there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and honestly, so that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I use Waze some mornings, like on my way to work, I take the same way, but there's a lot of construction going on on the interstate here right now. So I'll just have that on in case like there's traffic or whatever, um, or to know if there's like a police officer sitting somewhere and I need to be mindful of my speed. Um, and so mainly for that. And, but like there's mornings where it'll be like, turn left. And I'm like, that works the other direct. Why are you taking me this way? Like I've, I've worked here for two years. Why are you sending me in a totally different direction? Like this is ridiculous. So I, I fully back that Waze purposely takes you different ways. I didn't know that Waze alerts you when there are police officers. Yes. Um, <laughs> um that's important. <laughs> yes. Because we always 
follow the speed limit and drive yeah. incredibly safely, and <laughs> it's great. So, moving on. <laughs> um, so, the next one I have here, this is relevant to both of us because uh, we are both from Memphis. Fun fact, Mikey mm-hmm. and I did not know each other when I lived in no. Memphis. And no. Which, you're the second second friend of mine that I've met since I moved away from Memphis that I never knew like we have mutual friends we've probably been we in the had, same place at the right? same time it's just it's just crazy it's, it's so just crazy. weird yeah. like we met at Challenge Mini in Nashville <laughs> and we have all these mutual friends and it's just like what <laughs> it's such a small world such right. a small world so right. um okay so this is relevant to us so uh according to some people uh mm-hmm. The King Elvis Presley is still alive. Okay. Um, and so so this is wild. So people claim that Elvis faked his own death. Um, the Elvis Sighting Society. Yes, uh. that exists. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. It was created in 1989 to monitor, quote unquote, sightings of uh, Mr. Presley. And some people even claim uh. that he was an extra in the movie Home Alone. What? I don't know. I don't know. I, I tried to find more information on that to see if I could like watch Home Alone and see if right. I could find him. And, and I couldn't it. find anything anywhere. So stay tuned. Okay. Um, so so why do people think that? So like, why would he fake his death? I mean, at the height of his fame, right? right. So a lot of people think that he was in some way connected to the mafia and he faked his death to escape. And so there's this woman, bless her heart, that... um claims that Elvis was hired by the FBI to infiltrate an organization called the Fraternity. And she said that she has poured over countless FBI intelligence files of this information. And so far, I could not find any of these files or any credible sources to back up this lady's story. But, you know, who knows? And also, apparently, his middle name, which is spelled A-A-R-O-N, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, is misspelled Mm -hmm. on his tombstone. On his tombstone, it says A-R-O-N. And so, allegedly, his family did that because it would have been too taboo because he's still alive to, like, spell his name correctly on his tombstone. What? But, fun fact, he started spelling his middle name differently, like, in his like as he got older. So, oh. but, you know, for all we know, fun fact, if you go to Graceland, you cannot see Elvis's bedroom. You cannot go upstairs. Um, you uh-huh. can only be downstairs. So, you know, for all we know, Elvis might be living upstairs in Graceland <laughs> and hanging out and just like watching all of us and vibing and like, y'all, y'all think I'm dead. I'm not. Um, but, you know, sure. Why not? Why right. not? Right. Yeah. Um, so the next one, this one's, this one's pretty crazy, is uh, the Denver Airport Illuminati theory. Right. This is wild. Okay. This one's a doozy. <laughs> it's, she's a doozy. Um, yeah. So first thing is when the airport was built, they were like two or three million dollars over budget. Like mm-hmm. that's not how much it costs. That's how much they went over budget. Over. And I mean, like I've I've never been to the Denver airport, but I've seen pictures of like it's a nice yeah. airport, but like mm-hmm. billion dollars. That's yeah. just a lot over budget. And so so here are some of the theories. So one is that it was built by the New World Order. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are like allegedly markings that are believed to be connected to them on the side of the airport. And then the dedication plaque has a contributor listed as the New World Airport Commission, which does not exist. Weird. And then there's a symbol on the plaque that looks really like freemason e, yeah and then there's a time capsule that's supposed to be opened in 2094 so like as far as all that goes we'll see and then yeah. uh the giant blue horse sculpture with the like glowing red eyes demon <laughs> yes. demon horse right. yeah so it looks evil right so they its nickname is blucifer <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the blue Mustang, but people call it Blucifer because it's this giant blue horse in Look front of the airport with, it. yes, it's these glowing red eyes. It's so creepy. And when I was, t- Derek's been to the um, uh, Denver airport. And when I was talking to him about this, he was like, they have that blue horse. And I was like, yeah, okay. So like, this is a thing. And so, so and I keep on hearing like that it supposedly has, a sub level that no one can go to. How accurate is that? So, so I found a lot of research about that. So apparently 
um, when they were first building the property, they okay. had like a first few, the first few buildings, they weren't built properly. So mm-hmm. instead of tearing them down and starting over, they built on top of on them. On top. Yeah. So there's allegedly like doomsday bunkers, the Illuminati's underground lair and tunnels and all this stuff under the Denver airport. And there's people that claim that they've been down there. There's people that claim that they've seen them, that they've seen the drawings and all this stuff. And maybe there's nothing down there, but like, why would you not just tear down the buildings? And I, 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 yeah, that is so sketchy to me. And also isn't just the art in general surrounding the entire airport. Isn't it all creepy? Yes. So like, the art in the airport is, let's see, the art in the airport is called Children of the World, Dream of Peace, and uh-huh. In Peace and Harmony with Nature um, are the uh-huh. names of, like, these two big murals, and the artist's name is Leo Tanguma, and I really may have butchered that, but I tried. Um, right. So it apparently contains clues to the end of the world. So there's themes of like death and genocide and apocalyptic single government worlds and all this stuff that's in these murals. Oh my gosh. I know, but the the guy who made it was like, no, but their true message is meant to be uplifting and about unity. And but I asked Derek about it, and he was like, no, they're creepy. Like they are. Yeah. Dark. He said it's like dark like it's creepy stuff and i'm like oh no thank you Um, and what were the titles again it sounded so light and like uplifting like children saving the world and being with nature why is there death here exactly it's children of the world dream of peace and in peace and harmony with nature and so it's but then it's like really dark so Look up the look up the art if you haven't seen it. It's yes. it's crazy. Um, and yeah. then there's also random gargoyle statues everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like gargoyles are not really like sparkles and sunshine and uplifting and whatever. No. Like they're Absolutely like not. creepy and dark. And apparently there's some that are around baggage claim that like guard incoming passengers luggage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. The Denver International Airport is, like, all on board for these conspiracy theories. Like, they are just riding this train. Yes. Okay. They, like, they do tours about it. No. Like, it, there's stuff on their website that lists all the conspiracy theories. And then, like, their marketing team is just for it. Like, they have so a big... Getting more business because oh, yeah. of this, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's people I'm sure that fly <laughs> through Denver or to Denver just for the airport. Just for that. Yeah, wow. for the layover. And That's like I so mean smart. Right. I mean, they have like ads and stuff in the airport and like for the airport that have like aliens on them and it's like join us. No. And, like oh no <laughs> Yes. It's like these little green men and it's like we have secrets and like, <laughs> <laughs> it is so ridiculous. But you know, like, I've got to give them props. They're like, you know what? Somebody somewhere came up with all of this stuff. Like, we're just, right. we're going to benefit from it and, you know, start a, Listen, start marketing. Listen, to be honest, that to me kind of, it kind of diminishes the the possibility of all this shit right. being, you know, you know what I mean? Right. Because if they're, if they're like selling it as that mm-hmm. and like not trying to bury it somehow then it's like okay okay is this really real yeah right um i do it's i would i would like to know like what like if if there's like underground stuff and is it like yeah. how disney world is like because fun fact uh magic kingdom where um cinderella's castle is that's the first floor of disneyland there's like a base or a Dis- disneyland disney world there's like a basement level that has all these like tunnels and so like that's Ta-da. why you never see like mickey mouse with his head off like walking through the park or anything they go like underground and that's how they get from like Fantasyland to tomorrowland mikey did you not know about this <laughs> i've been to disneyland like 14 times and i did not know this yes there's tunnels like they're like you can go on a tour i think it's the keys of the kingdom tour i think it's what it's called and you can like i I have not been but this is what i understand from the internet you can go on these tours and like see the tunnels and see the passageways and stuff and like i've heard cast members talk about it and they're like it smells awful like because you know everybody's like all sweaty and in these you know costumes and whatever yeah but like but yeah, they're like that's how cast members get around, and that's how like you know the the magic stays magic is 
Sorry to anybody wow. who had just ruined the magic of Disney World, <laughs> but I think it's interesting. It's also like it's a cool. pretty well-known thing, so like whatever. I'm not. I'm not. Spoiler alert. Um, but <laughs> it's fine. But but yeah. So like, is that how it is at the Denver airport? Do they just use it, you know, like to get from one side to the other and like not have to go through the airport, or is the Illuminati just hanging out down there? And I, I want to see it. I'm I just want. Little, I just want to know. Yeah. I just want to go. Exactly. Let's sneak in. Let's yeah. go. Let's go to Denver. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so the next one, the, these next couple are absolutely ridiculous. And just like when I was looking up like what are popular conspiracy theories, these came up and I was like, no, 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 no. Um, right. So this first one is um, that there are people who believe that the governments of the world are engaged in a secret program to add toxic chemicals to the atmosphere in order to sterilize us, reduce our life expectancy, control our minds, and control the weather. Um, this is called chemtrails. Um, oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and there's no credible evidence that, or scientific evidence at all that chemtrails exist, but there are right. people who will die on the hill of chemtrails. That, you know, so, chemtrails, is that like when you see like a jet going by in the sky and you see like the... the the line, yes. like the smoke. Yes. So, yeah, people think that that's like chemicals coming down to yes. kill us or something. Yes. That okay. uh, they're either going to sterilize us, control our minds, controlling the weather, all that stuff. These same people, because of the chemtrails, think that Hurricane Katrina was not a natural disaster, but that the right. government did it. Right. So. If I if I start subscribing to ideas like that, then I will just be a complete loony. Like not a loony, just but lo- I will just, just lock you not up be somewhere. Able to know what to do with myself because it's like then what's the point like (laughs) right like what like what is the point of being alive if (laughs) we're just being poisoned by the oxygen that we are required to breathe (laughs) nowhere is safe (laughs) oh man i love it it kills me um so this next one i think it might be even crazier than the chemtrails thing is the lizard people Oh, yeah. Okay, so I've gotten a lot of flack for talking about lizard people. <laughs> a lot of flack. Okay. <laughs> no, it's like people are so serious about this. Yeah, they like, really, really believe this, so like, hard. I found the definition is uh, lizard people are, quote, cold-blooded humanoid reptilians who have the power to shapeshift into human form. They okay. have, quote, had their claws, pun intended, in humankind since the ancient time. And here are some notable lizard people, okay? <laughs> that, the, the people who subscribe to this idea believe right. that the following people are among uh-huh. are lizard. the lizard people. Okay. Uh-huh. Queen Elizabeth. Oh. George W. Bush. <laughs> but, <laughs> the entire Clinton family. All okay. of them. All of them. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, Barack Obama. Uh-huh. Of course. Madonna. Okay. Which, you know, you know, all right. Uh, Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be anybody. It's probably Madonna. Um, Katy Perry. Uh-huh. Angelina Jolie. No, um, not her. And then, of course, Bob Hope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, good news, though, Mikey. A guide uh-huh. has been released that gives notable lizard person tells. So this is how you know if somebody's a lizard person, okay? All right. right. So you can keep your eyes out. So green eyes, okay. uh, good eyesight and hearing, having I'm... red hair. <laughs> okay. So they're targeting Ireland right now. Right, apparently. Um, oh, this is a good one. A sense of not belonging to the human race. Unexplained scars on your body, a love of space, low blood pressure. (laughs) This next one, I can't. Having a smile where the bottom teeth show. No. Let me smile on camera real quick. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I wish that everyone could have seen what you just did. Um, oh, last one. Uh-huh. Eyes that change size. 
I don't know how like, that dilate? I don't know. It literally <laughs> just said eyes that change size. So I don't know what it means. But lizard people want world domination. They are from the constellation Draco, and they have been visiting Earth for centuries to breed with humans, create more lizard people, and attempt to take over. So hide your kids, hide your wife. Lizard people are here. <laughs> I want to just dive into this just a little bit. So okay. what is the idea? Is the idea that these are reptilians that are inside of the body of a human or or is their body still their body they can shapeshift <sighs> i just exhausted you yep lizards cold-blooded humanoid reptilians who have the power to shapeshift into human form okay so okay. queen elizabeth is a shapeshifter yeah. She goes back into her into her chambers and she just shifts back into an. If into you her... could shape shift, you would not shape shift yourself that old. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, I, like if I could shape shift, I would choose to be like, I don't know, freaking uh, Chris Evans or like something. Young like and <laughs> right. abs and just. Exactly. No, like, I would I'm not, not going to choose Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. Even like <laughs> back in the day, like yeah, you know, yeah. bless her heart, she was never like you know. Angelina exactly. Jolie. I get Angelina Jolie. Like, I get, oh, yeah, yeah that you know? one. Sure. Yeah. Katy yeah. Perry. She's a baddie. Uh-huh. It's fine. But, like, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth? Not yeah. really. Mm, okay. Yeah. Clintons. Yeah. Madonna. Mm, you know. <laughs> so, so, this next one, I don't know how familiar you will be with. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, it was a whole thing. So, mm-hmm. it is called Deflate Gate. Okay, so, I, I don't know what this is. So, Tom Brady, who was uh-huh. the quarterback for the New England Patriots at the time, uh-huh. he allegedly, emphasis on allegedly, mm-hmm. ordered the deliberate deflation of footballs used in the Patriots' victory against the Indianapolis Colts in the 2014 AFC Championship game. So the NFL did a huge investigation into this and there were some people that worked for the Colts that um, they talked about like the week 11, I think it was game against the Patriots and the Col- like the between the Patriots and the Colts during that game. Um, one of the Colts players, his name was Mike Adams. Um, he intercepted two passes thrown by Tom Brady and the intercepted footballs appeared to be coated with a tacky substance and seemed spongy or soft when squeezed. And so NFL did a whole investigation into this. He was suspended for four games eventually um, mm-hmm. because he he appealed it. They were vacated. Then they were it was reinstated that he had to be suspended. And then he appealed it again. And then he finally was like, okay, fine. Like, I'll be suspended for four games. Um, the Patriots were fined $1 million. And they were forced to forfeit two draft selections in the 2016 NFL draft. Oh, my gosh. So this is like a whole thing. And But what is it ever proven? So... Not real. I mean, like, there's Pete. Like, I think Tom Brady and um, Bill Belichick are still like it. It didn't happen. I would yeah. honestly like to know um, what Paul Butler thinks about this because he's a big yeah. Patriots fan. I'm sure he's got uh-huh. strong opinions. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like, I don't really care one way or the other because I mean, I'm not the biggest Tom Brady or Patriots fan or anything. But like, I think that he has won as well without cheating if he did cheat so like why do it so it doesn't really make sense of like why because he's incredibly talented doesn't have to do that but I don't know I just thought it was really interesting this whole Mm -hmm. like and so when I was like googling about it people are big mad on the internet about this still oh gosh still but I'm like y'all like I love and it just seems hard for someone to do like how could how could a player have I mean I know he's like an influential player but I just don't see like how he could even get away with deflating balls well, in the So in the apparently first place. apparently back then like the refs didn't check the <coughs> refs didn't check like the pressure of the footballs mm-hmm. before the game. I don't know. I don't know like all these like super details or anything. Um because like yeah, I, I, I like football. well I I love football but like uh-huh. as far as the super details of everything Mm-hmm. it's it's a lot i know like everything there is to know about basketball that's like in the front part of my brain football's mm-hmm. like in the back and that's right. why i can't watch baseball because there's no more room because like <laughs> the little spot that i <laughs> the little spot that i had left soccer is oh, contained wow. in it 
And right. like I've made a little pocket for hockey because I find it kind of interesting. But like uh-huh. there's no room for baseball. Can't do it. Yeah. I like the baseball pants. <laughs> I like like to watch yeah, I like baseball. baseball butts. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. My poor husband because he loves baseball. And so I'll watch it with him. I'm like, oh. who's that? <laughs> and he's like, really? And it's like Chris Bryant. And I'm like, who's he? He's handsome. And then there's a guy that plays for the Dodgers. And he's a very normal looking guy, but he's really funny. Uh, uh-huh. He's their pitcher, I think. I don't know. People who watch baseball are like listening to this, like just like beating their head against the wall. Yeah. But it's fine. Um, but but yeah, uh, baseball is fun for that. But outside of that, you know, I'm trying. I'm really trying. Trying to be a great wife and learn a lot about <laughs> baseball, and I, I'm enjoying it, so it's going well. Nice. <laughs> All right, so the next one is this is something I did not know existed, and now I really need to um, go on a road trip. It is the Georgia Guidestones. So there is a scientist, um, loose loose term scientist, um, right. that decided he would like to construct a monument in Elberton, Georgia, which is about two mm-hmm. hours from Atlanta. Um, it was built in 1980. And like I said, they're called the Georgia Guidestones. And there's a tablet on the front that says, let these be guidestones to an age of reason. And all the like tablets are engraved with 10 guidelines that are meant to reestablish the planet and society after the apocalypse. <laughs> So they're written in English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. So wow. whatever language is spoken post-apocalypse, he wanted to make sure that things were good. Yeah. Um, and so some of the things that are written include maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature, rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Balance personal rights with social duties and be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Hmm. Um, and there's also an astronomical calendar and every day at noon, the like sun will shine through a hole in the stones and illuminate the date. Um, like whatever the oh, day is, cool. um, which is pretty cool. Um, and so there's, there's rumors that there's a time capsule on the site. Shout out to the Denver International Airport or their time capsule because... Yeah. Some people think that this is the work of the New World Order, and some people, like, are just like, no, it was just this actual scientist, like, he's a little kooky and wanted to a little have, yeah, wanted to, like, build a bunch of stones that had post-apocalyptic engravings on them. So, he, he said 500 million? 500 that... million. Yeah, maintain humanity yeah. under 500 million. I, aren't we at like 7.5 billion at this point currently? So that's like a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, right. Like not a lot of people on. are like not a lot of people are going to be welcome in like the new world order. <laughs> like no, like right. keeping it limited to 500 million. Sorry about your luck if you're not included in that. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry about it. You ready for the next one? Yes. Okay. All right, so the next conspiracy theory we're going to dive into is that Princess Diana's death was not an accident. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you that don't know, August 31st, 1997, Princess Diana was killed in a car crash in Paris. Or was she? So, yeah, exactly. on the surface, it looks like her driver was really drunk, ran off the road, whatever, like in this tunnel. And it just so happened to be in the tunnel. Yeah. Where there's where you can't see anything. Right. Yeah. And so on the surface, it looks like a run of the mill drunk driving accident, whatever, you know, um, that the driver was freaked out because they were being chased by paparazzi, whatever. So I like in doing my research for this. I found this couple who apparently like Mm -hmm. I, I apparently, um, they were in a taxi behind the accident. So they could see the car. They could see a blonde woman, like, in the street. Um, And she said that there were, like, this lady said that there were two official vehicles in the tunnel ahead of Diana's car. Right. So, like, that had gone into the tunnel before her, and they were parked kind of awkwardly. Um, Uh And then, like, it was really strange because there weren't, like, a ton, you know, typically when there's a car accident, there's emergency vehicles everywhere, whatever. But there were, like, paparazzi and, like, one police officer. 
Yeah. And it was like not the typical response. And so they had tried to give their testimony to the police. They had tried to, you know, like, hey, I, we saw stuff happen. You know, here's what we saw, whatever. No one was interested in listening. They were like, no, we're good. We don't need a testimony. And it's like, no, this uh-huh. is a crime scene. Like you like, you exactly. know, but they, it was, they were like immediately an accident, like no uh-huh. investigation at all. And so for those of you that don't know, Princess Diana was married to Prince Charles um, mm-hmm. who is the son of Queen Elizabeth. And so at this point, Diana and Charles were split up. Um, William and Harry were very young. And um, Charles was dating Camilla, who's his now wife. And But people loved Princess Diana, like just loved yeah. her. Like I think m- almost as much, if not more, than people love Meghan Markle. Um, yeah. I think I think we see people love Meghan Markle so much here because like she's an American, so like we just right. see it more. But like everybody loved Princess Diana, and so when her and Charles split up, there was this like weird tension between like the British people and the royal family yeah. in support of Diana. So like I mean, who knows if they thought that you know she they needed to get rid of her to you know allow people maybe to support Camilla or support Charles and Camilla support the royal family but so many people think that like the royal family was in some way behind this that um you know her driver was um allegedly working for some sort of national security firm right. and all this stuff and so people think that Diana was killed either by the royal family or by someone in power somewhere because she was just too well loved, too popular, and like maybe maybe she knew something that people didn't want her to know. I mean, she was a part of this the royal one, family, you know. Yeah, this one seems like really easy for me to believe in. Right. I, it, it also just feels like there's so many different versions mm-hmm. of what happened. There's it's too many different versions. So many, because like one documentary I was listening to had Princess Diana alive. And went by the time the ambulance got there and would seemed fine in the mm-hmm. back of the ambulance, but but then was later pronounced dead. Yeah, at I saw the hospital, that. Yeah, which is she was pronounced dead like four hours sense. later. Yeah, and does, I think it was like a head injury seems, or something. Yeah, like I don't know. It's just which like, is already sketch, right? Yeah, and so there's just there's too much there's just too much question mark stuff here. Right. You know, it's just. There's not really anything that's like clearly proven, solidly explained, you know, right. and 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 the motive really is sketchy. there, right? Yeah, I mean, like we could sit and talk for an hour about the motive, you know. Oh yeah, um, exactly. And I mean, especially after you know Harry and Meghan did their thing recently and talked about their treatment from the royal family. I mean, Harry's made it very clear he knows something happened to his mom. Mm-hmm. Like he has made it very clear, and I think I mean I wouldn't be surprised if he starts, you know poking around and trying to get information because I mean, I would want to know. Um, oh, yeah. but he seems like to very strongly believe because after she died, it like, it was just like from the Royal family's perspective, like she was just like never existed, you know? Exactly. And it was just, um, it was, just, I don't know. It's just all very sketchy. It's really sketchy. And there's, there's something, there's something going on there. Something yeah, on. for sure. Something yeah. Going on. I think this is the one that I'm like, I believe in most that we've talked about right. so far. Well, and when, because poor Derek, he gets to hear all about all these episodes before I record them, like as I'm doing my <laughs> research. And so I was talking to him about it and he was like, see, the thing with conspiracy theories, like when I think conspiracy theory, I think like, and I talked about this like earlier, um, he thinks like, you know, crazy out of left field, right. ridiculous things. But like a conspiracy theory is like really anything that like people subscribe to that's not the widely accepted truth right and so so that's what i think is interesting is like you know we go from like lizard people which it's just like listen mm-mm, yeah um yeah. to you know something like this where it's like okay there's a lot of logic and reason and research that can back up maybe an understanding of what people have been told is not true exactly so um so next this is um actually what got me into conspiracy theories was uh september 11th so mm-hmm so there's there's so many different theories attached to this. And some people say, like, okay, what happened is what happened. But people 
want to believe in conspiracy theories because it's so terrifying to us that like this terror organization could just come in and do this for like literally no reason. And that may yeah. be true because that does freak me out. Like if that is what it is, it's like, Oh, well like what scary. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a scary thought. Um, so as we all know, or we all should know if you're listening to this and you don't know what nine 11 is, I, what? Oh, um, Lord. Bless your heart. Um, yeah. So on September 11th, 2001, four passenger planes were hijacked by radical Islamic terrorists. Um, almost 3,000 people were killed as the aircraft were flown into the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and a Pennsylvania field. Um, so shortly after that, a man went online um, and, as people do, and he <laughs> said, you know, it doesn't look like to me that the airplanes are what blew up the World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. And this is actually the first time I had read about this. Um, he believes that in addition to the planes, like obviously the planes did damage, but the level of demolition that happened is that someone had to have access to both towers and like littered them with explosives. Very, right. very detailed, high tech explosives because of how everything happened. And right. so the you know but then he brings up the point well what was the point of the planes then is that like a diversion you know like why not just like let the let the explosions happen and blame that on the terror organizations right. you know um and the, and both of those things could have been the terror organizations but it had to have been someone who had access to both towers and that's like like <sighs> I know that there were regular businesses and stuff in there too, but like security also was different back in the day. So I guess I can understand a little bit how somebody could get access, but I don't know, like with explosives and stuff, I feel like they at least had to have had metal detectors when you walked in the building. Right. I mean, I know it's hard for, I mean, I was in fifth grade when this happened. So it's hard for me to imagine like a pre nine eleven world because like, you know, going to the airport and stuff like that. Cause everything right. immediately was changed. so lax yeah. and yeah. right. Everything was just so chill beforehand. And yeah. so, um, in the official investigation, um, it's been quote unquote proven that the tower structures were weakened by the impact of the planes and the inferno that ensued afterward and fell due to the weight of the floors that were collapsing. Um, but uh-huh. Many people believe that the government's actually concealing a lot of information. And right. um, so sections of the official 9-11 report were redacted for years. Um, uh-huh. They've since been released, but, like, some of it's still missing. Uh-huh. Um, and so, like, maybe the government was involved. But one thing that I think is for sure is that the awareness of the attacks, like, we could have done better with the information that we had. And so people think that we were warned and that we weren't, things weren't taken seriously. And, but like the government at the time was claiming that the idea of using planes as as missiles was never known by us officials until it happened for at nine 11. But this statement has since been proven false with multiple sources cited. So the book, the terror timeline, it includes a lot of articles that are cited to suggest the method of flying planes into buildings was known by U.S. officials. So here's some examples. In 1994, there were three attempts of or three examples of failed attempts to deliberately cla- crash planes into buildings, including one where a lone pilot crashed a small plane onto the lawn of the White House. Mm. Um, the... 2000 edition of the FAA's annual report on criminal acts against aviation said that although Osama bin Laden is, quote, not known to have attacked civil aviation, he has both the motivation and the wherewithal to do so, adding bin Laden's anti-Western and anti-American attitudes make him and his followers a significant threat to civil aviation, particularly in U.S. civil aviation. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's see what else here. Um, on the morning of September 11th, the National Reconnaissance Office, which is responsible for operating U.S. reconnaissance, reconnaissance satellites, has scheduled, had scheduled an exercise simulating the crashing of an aircraft into their building four miles from Washington Dulles International Airport. No way. Yep. Morning of September 11th, 2001. Wow. And... I mean, there's, I mean, it goes on and on. There's a ton of different examples. So them being like, well, we didn't know this could happen. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe it was just a moment of like, 
holy cow, what's going on? Like, how did we let it get to this point? But like, why lie about it? You know? Yeah. And there's also, this is another conspiracy, is that there were suspiciously, <coughs> suspiciously large numbers of shared um, shares in insurance companies and airlines that were sold off right before the attacks in the UK, Italy, Germany, Japan, Switzerland, France, Gosh. and the United States. So, right, like, it's just, it's like, is it just a big coincidence or what? And then there's a lot of evidence of warnings of attacks from Al-Qaeda. And, like, I get it. When a terrorist group is like, we're going to blow up this building. It's like, you should take it seriously. But, like, like, did they know about this specific attack in detail? Or did they just say, like, we're going to bomb your buildings, you know? Yeah, exactly. But there's rumors that other foreign governments knew and didn't warn us. There's, you know... Like we could, we could go on for hours of all the different examples right. and the options and the deep dives and whatever, um, talking about the people that apparently got warnings. Like, um, who was it? There was an actor, Seth MacFarlane. Um, is he? Uh-huh. He's not an. He's an actor, or he's yeah. a writer. Okay, he's a writer and an actor, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So apparently, he was supposed to be on one of the flights that crashed. And he, like, changed his flight, like, the last minute. And he was on some talk show, and they asked him about it. And he was like, coincidence has happened. Um, but there's other people that, like, they were supposed to be on a flight. Or they were supposed – one guy was supposed to have a meeting at the World Trade Center. And um, it the meeting was canceled because one guy couldn't be there. And, like, so there's just all this, like, obviously coincidence happens, you know. Um, yeah, they have. And, but there, you know, for, I fully believe there's a reason that those people were not supposed to be there on that day because like it wasn't their time yet, you know? And so it's just, I don't know. Like when you get to thinking about it, you can really like just kind of spiral off into left field, but like, so does that make it more fishy or does, is that just, you know, like divine intervention, you know? And I'm no demolition expert by any means, but when I do like go back and watch the videos of like Mm -hmm. the towers crumbling it it does get my mind racing a little bit. How could a plane crashing so high up? Like mm. how could that? Because it, it does. Like, was sort it of made look so like poorly? Yeah, yeah. Right. It it kind of looks like how how buildings collapse when like when they're, they're purposefully demolished. demolished. Yeah. Yep. It's, so it just, it's, it's very yeah. strange. And so, I mean, maybe again, you know, we're not demolition experts. We're not engineers. We're not, you know, right. whatever. But like. Could it be that maybe there was like gasoline that got down somewhere, you know, that leaked through the holes in elevator the shaft? Or elevator shaft. Yeah. That the story yeah. At something one point? like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So you know, I mean, like I said, we could go on for hours talking about the the people, the coincidences, everything mm-hmm. that makes this really fishy. But mm-hmm. I guess we can leave that to everybody else and let them do their own yeah. digging and see what exactly. see what they find out. Yeah. Um, so we have a couple more here. Um, uh-huh, we're getting uh-huh. to the really good stuff now. This is yeah. fun. Um, <laughs> so next is the JFK assassination. Okay, yeah. So on November 22nd, 1963, um, President John F. Kennedy was assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald in Dallas, Texas, while riding in a presidential motorcade. I'm sure we've all seen the video. It's awful. Mm. And that picture of Jackie like oh, standing in her, in her little Chanel suit and climbing and trying to get like the freaking chunk of his head that blew oh up. My and, God. Oh my gosh. So it's we've all so seen dark. it. It's so dark. My history teacher, he was so morbid. He <laughs> would rewind it over and over and like play it in slow motion That's for the class. Awful. And I'm just like, what? And he's what just like, look, there's him? a second shooter. There's a second shooter. So, and, okay. So, yeah. so 61% of people think that Kennedy's death involved multiple players. Right. So there, there's a ton of rumors surrounding this. So first right. of all, um, there's a book called <laughs> 112263. It's a Stephen King book. They turned it into a... A Hulu show. Yes. Right? And it is, I saw that. It is so good. It's it, so um, good. If y'all haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. It's called 112263. It was produced by J.J. Abrams. It stars James Franco James and Chris Franco Cooper. It's so, it's so good. good. So, good. so good. And it's really short. Like, it's a little mini series. So it's it's like, it's a fun watch. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. so, so some of the rumors attached to the JFK assassination, um, and they kind of come up in the, um, 
the little mini series too. So there's rumors of a second gunman that was on the grassy knoll nearby. Right. Um, there are rumors that um, about the umbrella man, which was a man who was carrying a black umbrella. He raised it in the air. It's on video of him raising it in the air as Kennedy's car drove past. Some people think that he was giving a signal to somebody. Some people think that he could have been shooting a poison dart out of the umbrella. Yeah. Um, and this man says that he was just doing it to heckle the president because it was closely associated with British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain. Um, insert Shurjan gif here um, <laughs> because I don't believe him. Yeah. Like, what does that have to do with anything? I um, don't know. I don't know who that is. Right. Like, I tried to, like, look up. It just didn't make any sense. Um, yeah. So other people think, and I could see this, um, that it was a mob hit. So mm-hmm. JFK was unsuccessful in overthrowing Castro in Cuba. And mm-hmm. so the mafia-run casinos there remained shut down. And... Robert Kennedy was attorney general. He was pursuing a case against Jimmy Hoffa. And even after JFK died, Robert said, like, he was afraid that he had gotten his own brother killed by the mafia. Wow. And, I mean, anybody who's seen The Sopranos, the mafia can do whatever they want. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's no telling. There's no telling. And so, very logical. And then another thing is, another theory is that the government did it. That the CIA was angry with JFK, and I think this is in the the little mini series. Like his affair with Marilyn Monroe somehow kind of gets involved. His alleged affair. I don't know if that's true of or not. Um, that's another but, conspiracy, yeah. right? Exactly. That he had an affair <laughs> yeah. with Marilyn Monroe, and that she didn't yeah. commit suicide. That she was killed also by exactly. the CIA. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Google that one, that one, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. right, but like that, the CIA was like just angry with him. That they were like, "You're unhinged. Like you're like you need to do what we want you to do," and he wouldn't. And so they, you know, killed him. So there's a lot of conspiracies involved with this case. Just like with 9/11, this is this is one of the big ones out there um, that you can really just like deep dive into. Um, yeah. So those are kind of a few. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, throw a uh, yeah. poison dart out of an umbrella and you'll hit something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That that's, pro- that's probably a dark joke, but whatever. No, I, I love it. <laughs> do you think Lee Harvey Oswald was definitely one of the shooters or do you think he could have been just, uh, so, what's what's the word? Scapegoat? Frame? Yeah. So I think that there's an argument for Lee Harvey Oswald being the shooter that he did just snap and he, you know, planned this whole thing out. Um, But there's also an argument that like he wasn't mentally stable enough to have been able to plan this with such detail because to shoot at the right time, the right place, you know. Um, So I think I to already be there waiting. Right. And it does look like there's a second shooter from a different vantage Mm -hmm. point because he doesn't it doesn't look like he's shot in the same way twice. Does that make sense? Like from the same direction? Yeah. From like a physics standpoint, it does look sketchy. Like I I think I subscribe to the idea that like, yeah, maybe Lee Lee Harvey Oswald was one of the shooters, but he wasn't the only one. Yeah. And, you know, whether the other bullet hit the president or didn't, I think that, uh, I don't think Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That one's another messy one. I know. It's another one like, get on Google, dig in, watch that, watch that mini series. It's fun. Yeah. So, um, okay. So the last two, so the, I'm going to, part of these, I'm going to let, um, I'm going to let Mikey take over. Okay, so Mikey, since you were the resident conspiracy theory expert, <laughs> That's what it feels like on Twitter, <laughs> real like you're who people go to. Um, <laughs> so give me give me some of your some of your conspiracy okay. theories. My dad actually took me to see the Mothman Prophecies. It's a movie that came out oh god like years ago. You should definitely see it. It's Ooh. really really good based on a true Prophecies. story. But they kind of you know do their own paranormal twist to it. There's so many different takes on the, the Mothman, mm-hmm. um, and I am fascinated by this because <laughs> okay, it sounds crazy, right? It does. It sounds absolute absolutely insane. But around 1967. Um, they're in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. There had of been multiple sightings. <laughs> yeah, multiple sightings of this um, humanoid 
no, almost no head. So like the wings would just like come out in huge glowing red eyes that all these residents near Point Pleasant were describing, uh, whether it be flying around. I know there's one case of like teens that said that it was chasing their car and uh, like flying above the car and there were scratches above the car. What? Anyways, so they're on... In 1967, there were multiple sightings of this Mothman flying around the, the Silver Bridge. Um, that night it collapsed and killed like 47 people or something like that. And mm -hmm. people, you know, were thinking maybe it was trying to warn people. But the crazy thing about all of this is that there in the surrounding area in the woods were secret military bases that have since been abandoned. And a lot of the official like official reasons for why those bases were there there were like supposedly TNT storage facilities and all of these storage facilities are still out there and just abandoned seemingly and some areas you're not even allowed access to go and explore yeah and it's just all these creepy looking military bases that have since been abandoned and it's it, it's just really cool, and I, I somehow think that maybe it could be related. I don't know, but maybe it's mass hysteria. You know, yeah. maybe <laughs> one one person saw this, and then it just sprouted into yeah. all these different sightings. It's crazy, that's but wild. I think it's so cool. Um, okay, so that's one so that's that I really like. Man. That's probably my craziest, like, <laughs> like left most yeah. left field. Right, right, right. Um, what else? Oh, I, I, I texted Kayla and asked her her oh, favorite. For those, for those who videos. don't know, Kayla who? Casillas. Okay. Yeah. Soon to be Kayla Bird, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be Casillas Bird, whatever. Um, <laughs> so she said 9-11 conspiracy we already went over. Sandy Hook, you know, that's the whole. Maybe there are like disaster actors out there. Yeah, that, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, because supposedly people have been seen at multiple of these, like, disasters, and they all have been taking their – like, had their picture taken, mm -hmm. looking distraught. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, there's that. Um, Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by a clone. <laughs> just, okay. <laughs> Which – Casually. I've heard that before, but that's – yeah, that's probably just so, a silly. So who married the lead singer of Nickelback? Was it her or the clone? I think the clone because <laughs> – okay. Because yeah. Avril married the lead singer of Sum 41. Right. Very different genres there. So that would make right. sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's it. I think we can go into the, the finale. If all you'd right. Like. So okay. the big finale. Um, yeah. So, all right. Listen, some people, some people believe that aliens are real. Some people don't. That's fine. You can believe whatever you want. Absolutely. But, the, but listen, they're out there. They've got, <laughs> they've. There's something out there. Now, am yeah. I saying that it's like this little green man or like E.T. Right. E. that like wanders around and like whatever? I don't know. Is it, do they look exactly like we do? Maybe. We don't mm -hmm. know. You know, we don't know. We haven't had like official contact or anything. But right. so I, I kind of compiled some theories that have been really interesting to me lately that um, – Mikey and I have kind of like screamed about recently. Um, yeah. So these, this is based off of some declassified documents that we found on the internet. Um, and so here, here's this. So back in the cold war, we were going back and forth with Russia, threatening nuclear war. It's all anybody ever heard about the aliens. They came down, used their fancy technology, disarmed all of our nukes mm -hmm. there. So to back that up, as much as much as one can. Right. Um, there have been numerous sightings throughout the 50s and the 60s and still even today that are right near sites of like where nuclear weapons are stored. And right. so there was allegedly the recovery of a spaceship in Roswell, New Mexico um, back in the 50s. And at that time, the Roswell Army Field was home to the world's only atomic bomber squadron the 509th bomb group now right again could be a coincidence doesn't sound like it to me yeah. um and, and so, it's important to note that these right. sightings being reported are from very credible like like high-ranking government officials. documents yeah yeah like right. if you if you want to see these documents like send me a message send mikey a message whatever yes i'll send them we to you them. we both have them um <laughs> and so then more just 
information. So there were sightings in Wyoming in 2010. The 60 Minutes documentary that came out recently, Barack Obama did an interview with James Corden and was quoted saying, there is footage and recording and records of objects in the skies and we don't know exactly what they are. And so there was this thing on Reddit that we're not going to go into um, (laughs) about this guy's quote abduction experience. Um, If you have like an hour of your life that you would like to dedicate to reading this, let me know. Happy to send you the link. (laughs) um it's cuckoo bananas um but so he said that the alien language sounds like a humming so Uh here's here's another plot twist yeah and i think it's taos 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 new mexico there is an unexplained mystery of course new Uh mexico right there's an unexplained mystery called the taos taos hum? hum So it's been reported since the 90s, and only 2% of the general population of this town can even hear it. So people Mm -hmm. describe it as a whir or a hum or a buzz. So, you know, what's New Mexico known for? Aliens. I know, yeah. Aliens. So, you know, like, I mean, we could, there are so many documents online that go into depth of, you know, different sightings and different government reporting. And oddly enough, there's been a lot of um, information that's been surfacing recently. There's been like a task force that's been assembled to like research, um, you know, extra terrestrial activity and all this stuff. And so it's really interesting, all the information that's, that's coming out. I don't think like, it doesn't interest me from an aspect of like fear or anything like that. I just think, I think space is really cool. I think science is really cool. Like I, you know, I just, I think it's, I think it's really neat. I've always abduct been fascinated me. by space. And exactly. Please abduct me. <laughs> Please abduct me. Like, just let me come check it out. Bring me back. But, like, let me come right. check it out, you know? And I I do want to say it feels like I've been into the UFO craze my whole <laughs> life, you know? And I, I want to say that it, it feels recently, this year especially, mm-hmm. that there has been a, a shift in our culture and the way that we're mm-hmm. talking about it and the way that the media is sort of yeah. starting like, to take it seriously because the for stigma a long time, and the taboo is like gone. Yeah. It's like, it's, Oh, this is legitimate. Yeah. yeah. It's starting. Yeah, for sure. And it just feels like this is all the, the people that are talking about it and the media coverage, it's all leading up to this supposed UFO disclosure that's coming out next month. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am so excited by I'm that, but at the same pumped. time, I don't want to get my hopes too high up because what if it just ends up being a flop? It ends up being like a, like Cloverfield three and it's just like, this was some really ridiculous marketing campaign and you know, which, you know, JJ Abrams, he'd do that, wouldn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this supposed disclosure, what, what is it that the the Pentagon has to release? Mm -hmm. I believe the the Pentagon. I mean, Um, like very high level documents that, you know, nobody but them have access to. Right, right. But yeah, so I, I just want to throw out some theories yeah, yeah, yeah. related to aliens. Uh, I believe that if we are trying to locate this, a lot of these UFOs, also referred to as UAPs, have been seen over water going in mm-hmm. and out of water. So They I are living in the ocean. In the oceans. And the thing about that theory is that I could so see that because we yeah. know more about the surface of Mars than we do about the bottom of our own oceans, right. like more percent mm-hmm. wise. There's so many like places, caves, um, mm-hmm. you know, that maybe they could be here. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're not right. coming from outer space right. all the time. Maybe they have bases here. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe they've been here for centuries and we don't know it, right. you know? And they're, you, when you look at, like, oh, kind of going really <laughs> deep now, when you look at, like, you know, ancient Egypt, like, ancient civilizations and cultures, they, their iconography of, like, these glowing balls, mm-hmm. you know, or discs that we associate with gods, with their mm-hmm. religious, you know, but when you really look, I mean, it could be what we see, like, as far as flying saucers, like, right. imagine them back then trying to make sense of what they were right. seeing. Like, they didn't have any technology. And now right. we do, and we still are like, what's that? You know, like, that yeah. was just just a glitch. You know, it's fine. Right, right, right. So, And um, 
can we talk about Antarctica? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's what I was going to go into next. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to let you just kind of run with this one because you're the expert. Um, because <laughs> Antarctica, it's what it's wild. So yeah. tell, tell the folks at home about Antarctica. <laughs> Listen, I have recently discovered the wonders <laughs> of Google earth. Listen, I will <laughs> Mikey be is work. on a watch list now. <laughs> so am I. It's fine. Oh, Antarctica. Um, Google Earth, sometimes I, it, when I'm at work, I'll spend half my day just scrolling through Google Earth and like zooming into Antarctica. <laughs> and there's so much sketchy, like Kelsey knows, I will send her probably like 10 pictures that yeah. I see daily. It's so fun. There's so many just sketchy. I just Google or uh, Google Earth, Antarctica, explore mm-hmm. it. I think everyone should do yep. it. There's all of these like cave formations mm-hmm. that just huge openings and and all this the the weird thing about Antarctica right is that we can't just go and right. explore there's so much mm-hmm. unknown about it yeah i mean like the, there's rumors that there are like doomsday bunkers under antarctica for like the 1% that have been built for years right. and so right. that you know when bad things happen they just will go and live there and leave the rest of us to die right yeah so and I kind of like the I, – probably no truth to it, but I kind of like the relating. Maybe the lost civilization of Atlantis was actually mm-hmm. on Antarctica or yeah, something right, like that. Yeah. that that's fun. There's, um, so, there's so many different theories. So yeah. I encourage everyone, Google Antarctica. Get on Google Earth. Like, zoom in and out. Go to Mikey's Twitter if you want specific coordinates because he's been tweeting them all out. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, I know that there's so many – conspiracy theories we have not touched on i'm sure people yeah. are like what about this so you yeah. know like there's there's so many out there i mean you know that we are all living in a simulation you know that's a thing right. and, you know oh that's so, fun yeah so <laughs> the flat earth you know all this all oh, these different earth. things yeah of course yeah, yeah um yeah. so i encourage you guys like go on do do some internet research you don't yeah. have to like whatever that's fine but i think it's fun it's it's pretty interesting and if you find out anything cool like tell me and mikey about it because yeah and if we did happen to like skip over your favorite um conspiracy let us know like tell us what, yeah. what your favorites were you know exactly well, Mikey, thank you so much for coming on here and this like deep so diving fun, with me. Kelsey. Oh my gosh, uh, it was the best. So I appreciate you. Created this podcast and said like maybe I'll have you on as a, a conspiracy episode. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be so great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, this has been so fun. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, and hopefully, I'll have you back on in the future. Absolutely. Thanks. <laughs> All right, everybody, I hope y'all enjoyed uh, mine and Mikey's dive into the world of conspiracy theories. And if you didn't learn anything, it at least made you curious to kind of go and Google some stuff and see what you can figure out. Um, Again, like we said, you know, this was this was just for fun. We're not trying to sway you one way or the other and tell you we're right and you're wrong or anything like that. Um, You know, it was just just a good time for the two of us. So that's all I have for y'all this week. So as always, if you want to support the podcast, please subscribe, share it on social media, tell your friends about it, leave me a rating or review, and I will see you guys next week.